0: Welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast, Season 2, Episode 13. Alongside Hunter Pulaski, I am Peter Garber. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture needs, it's Reed Indeed. Thanks for joining us in this week's episode at theticketnorthernMichigan.com on Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. We're also on radio this week, Wednesday nights at 7 on 93.7 FM, the ticket in Cadillac and Traverse City, 104.7 FM, the ticket in Petoskey and Charlevoix. In this week's episode, golf gifts under the Christmas tree this year, the riding versus walking dilemma, a long overdue recap of the PNC Championship where the dailies emerged over Tiger and Charlie Woods, and the biggest moments from the 2021 golf season. Let's go.
1: Was it uh, was it nice enough you could have played down there yesterday?
0: You know what? Funny you ask. As we're driving down 94, (laughs) so I've gotten you know merged out of 94 from 96 in Southwest Michigan. You know, south of Gr. Holland area, start heading towards Chicago. Come upon a. I always like this time of year in the sense that there's down here. There's no snow on the ground, but all the leaves are off the trees. So, for a highway driver, you can see farther right now than you can at any other time of the year. Maybe spring, with some like the leaves are coming back. So, like I can get really good views of lost dunes from the road. I can get good views of a couple other courses from the road that I may not necessarily see. So if you see a Ford edge, like sliding over to the right lane, sort of inexplicably and going from 80 to 65 for a few hundred yards, you know why I did see, I was looking at the temperature gauge and it's 46 and I looked over and sure enough, there's a twosome putting out, right there underneath the highway i think they were technically playing in a little bit of rain at that point but they were out there grinding pants and and windbreakers and but yeah you technically yes if there was green grass and a and a pin in the hole you could have been out there yesterday
1: i believe it i believe it it was it was kind of it was like this it was 36 up here i think kind of towards the end of the day where you're getting this weird snow rain mix and i thought i bet you you could be golfing down south but i think this past weekend you could probably could have played springbrook i don't know if they were open but it got up to that we lost all of our snow for on sunday i think it was all gone i bet you people were playing golf on sunday at springbrook
0: well it may not feel like golf season in the sense of the time of year the PGA Tour is off. The Corn Fairy Tour is off. I think the Champions Tour must be off. I don't know if they're having an event this weekend, but I don't think that they do. It's in a real holiday break for professional golf here. So there's not a lot going on. But Christmas will remind us of golf if the gifts are golf-related. So it's all it's oftentimes golf comes back into the picture a little bit, at least for a few days here during Christmas time. I know you put that on the outline that you sent out and we had talked a little bit about it in our last episode. Did you get any great golf gifts?
1: Nothing. Actually, I take that back. I got, um, I'm get a little weird first. I don't know if you, have you ever had, have you ever, um, had, do you know what two under boxers are two under like boxer briefs? No, sorry. <clears throat> They, they, um, I'm saying, think, I'm thinking they're probably five or six years old now, uh, maybe even seven years old, and they, um, they marketed themselves as like a golf, a golf boxer. They, they they're definitely no different than any other like boxer brief that I've ever worn. But uh, I got two pairs of those, and they are awesome, very, very nice. Like the ba- baby oh, country, yeah. baby country club sells them. All the all the local shops sell them. They're at PGA superstores. It's kind of weird they latched onto golf, but I guess it worked
0: interesting and that was a gift from
1: uh santa it was in my stocking Um, oh the
0: guy knows you're a golfer in need of in need of some some fresh fresh trowel
1: yes exactly and then um another gift and actually as you were talking making that remarkable segue between what we were talking about and christmas gifts it actually had me thinking about a gift that uh so uh, I'll just I'll just fleece them right now. So Br- I'm sure I'll listen to this at some point. Brad Burkaw texted me last night or texted the group and said, uh, would your next golf bag be a cart bag? And I said, like, hell no. That's essentially admitting that you're never gonna carry your own bag again. And then he said, Well, actually I just got a pull cart or a push cart for Christmas. Which is which is fine. Like I I've 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 actually in the last two years or so I have um you started
0: to come around to
1: the idea of the push cart. 100%. Yeah. Only problem that I have had and this is what I, I told Brad that I I've, I've struggled with is that I feel like I I have experienced back issues because of having to push like the 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 angle that you push the with your your arm extended <laughs> fully out and having to push the cart. And I've heard of a few other members at the club with the same issue. <laughs> My suggestion It's just
0: that's just too difficult of an athletic move for a golfer. To it, push a push cart. But like, you're just asking too it, much. It, doesn't to it, it
1: make sense? It's a very weird like motion strain on your body to have. I
0: do know now that you're talking about it. I can see people walking down 14 at Bayview while I'm driving through town, and they're all just like a little bent over, just, just, just enough to that you would never walk like that.
1: Exactly. Unless
0: you were pushing that cart.
1: And, um, furthermore, my arms are really short. I'm, I, but I have long legs, so I, and they don't make the cart tall enough so it can, so you actually can stand up at how you would walk. So my suggestion to Brad, this may be crazy that we have, there's probably 12 members at the club that have those electric pull carts. I mm-hmm. think those things are so worth it. If you are a member at a club where somebody can store it there, I think they're nine hundred bucks. That's less than one year of card charges at a normal, normal club for the most part. Twenty dollars if you play a couple days a week. So, because then at that point it really is like you're just walking. I mean, there. Yeah,
0: a good, yeah, yeah. And then it, and then you can feel confident that it's good for you.
1: Yeah, because I, because the the toughest thing when you when you make that switch to, because I've have I've had this this conversation with myself probably the last three winters, like this is going to be the winter or this is going to be the summer that I walk more. This is going to be a summer that I walk more. And I think what really, and I've gotten to had the push cart and everything. I think the toughest thing when you actually get to the golf course, how much harder it is to push a cart than it is just to like hop in a cart and go at least with that electric push cart, you, it, it it does really seem it's it's not as big of a gap between how easy it is just to get up and go and do.
0: Just because you're not putting the bag on your back.
1: No, well, not even on the back. Either on your back or pushing, pushing. Either one. Like I think, I think carrying. I think I don't think there's much of a difference for me between carrying a lightweight a lightweight stand bag and pushing a cart.
0: The thing that I find difficult for when it comes to pulling the trigger on walking is that guys our age don't walk. Exactly. And so, then if you're going to walk, you're going to be the only one in your group walking. And think about it, it's hard to convince yourself to walk 18 holes. You're certainly not going to, you know, convince the other three guys in your group who just came out of the clubhouse with a cooler that they should also walk. And then when you're a walker and everybody else is a rider, I know that pace of play doesn't end up differing necessarily greatly between those two forms of playing golf but you feel socially it's much different and that is hard to overcome you know like it's like are we riding or are we walking today because if it were me i would probably i would probably walk for one thing i don't know if you know if you feel this way too but i definitely play better i score better when I walk than when I ride because I have a tendency to speed everything up on the golf course really I have to work hard to slow everything down and when you walk you do you do slow everything down I think everything is just a little more methodical It has a better rhythm to it you're not racing up to your next shot after you just hit one you have a little time to sort of process that and the results have always been better for me when I'm on foot than when I'm in a golf cart
1: Oh yeah, 100% agree. And and I think I obviously you drink a lot less if you're walking. I think when you because you have to walk 200 250 yards at a time, you are going to want to hit a better shot because if you hit a bad shot, you're going to have to walk 40 yards offline. Those those start to add up. So I feel like you almost like you you put yourself, <laughs> out of
0: self-preservation is <laughs> yeah. nothing else you better go.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think you make a really good point that you just you have you have so much more time to which I guess can be a double-edged sword. So much more time to think about what. Well, it, I'm sure what you know from,
0: yeah, and I'm sure you know from working at golf clubs that whether you prefer walking or riding is a pretty significant determining factor in who you're going to end up playing golf with at that club. You know who you're going to play with on Saturday mornings or Wednesday afternoons or whatever the case may be, because guys, you know, stick together in that sense. You know, you want to play golf for the social benefits. And I do see mixed groups with riders and walkers, but certainly they are fewer in number than the groups you see where everybody's doing one or the other.
1: It is very funny to say that because it's, it's men. If, if one guy says like, Hey, like, (laughs) I'm not walking a day the other three will hop right on board so quickly and be like okay fine I'll ride no problem no problem and then with ladies because those are all shotgun starts the groups are picked for them there's nothing worse than having that single lady walker with three riders that was like the cardinal sin of the club you could not have three riders with one walker because that one walker would get left so far behind in the dust but so that's I mean something well, can,
0: what an un, yeah what an unpleasant experience exactly you mentioned social walkers. it's like you're protecting her from a bad situation
1: Yeah. no so you always you always want to make sure you make a good point you always want to have at least two and two because then you kind of have the social aspect of it and whatnot. I think we're we're very lucky at baby where the walkers I think you kind of touched on it earlier but there's definitely a misconception that riding is faster than walking. I, I fully, I fully believe that uh, a group of four, some of, so two carts with two guys in each cart, two guys or girls in each cart or four walkers, I, the four walkers probably could play faster if they're, if they're same, same level players, because everyone can go their own balls doing their own thing rather than having to go, unless you have a very competent, two very competent cart drivers that are good at dropping people off and picking up and things like that. Ends up taking more time with the cart, I swear.
0: I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, I'd really like to take my time today, therefore I'm going to walk. You know, like you play golf according to the pace that you've decided is appropriate for whatever your reasons may be. It's not really doesn't have a lot to do with whether you ride or walk.
1: That really just goes to show how dumb my brain is, because that's exactly what I do <laughs> on Tuesday Night League, because the golf course is so full, I used to walk. But it got it got so slow that I had nowhere to sit, so I think like, I, I had to start taking a card again because we'd just be standing around for for every shot would be like a one or two minutes sit around. So I said nowhere to sit, so I was like I can't I can't do this anymore. And then Wednesdays men on uh, Wednesday I'm not gonna it's that's just tough because that's usually more of like a socializing, have a few drinks yeah, and then like the yeah. you mentioned the Saturday morning round that's the one where um. I'll weirdly walk more times than not, like the Saturday, Sunday morning rounds where there, there are, you met other people on the golf course. But I feel like you, you mentioned it. the final reason why I don't walk more than I ride is because of that six p.m. time. Time is the number number one enemy mm-hmm. <laughs> against two fathers of one. Yes, yes. So you really That's like exactly. you just don't have another half hour to spare to that would t- that it would require to to walk. Nine holes more times than not.
0: All right. So golf gifts. You got a couple pairs of two under uh, boxers or boxer briefs.
1: Boxer briefs. Never boxers. Anybody that still wears boxers is crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. You are. You might be a serial killer. This <laughs> is bad. This is bad for your body. Just put it that way. Very bad. You- just Get it, it all to where there's not going to be any surprises
1: not sure what that means what do you get for christmas <laughs> Golf related
0: i did not i received a couple of tailor-made gloves mm. i asked specifically for gloves i always seem to be short on gloves i'm that jackass that gets to the first tee and it's like guys i gotta run into the pro shop and get a glove
1: can this you glove play doesn't can you play pair. with no glove?
0: gloves too old or whatever so um and He really, really tad got me these. He loves these gloves,
1: those two are preferred,
0: yeah. And he loves the authentic leather. And when I told him I wanted a glove, he got really into it, so that was fun. So I got a couple, uh, a couple of those, which Could would be great. He said, Well, it'll probably you'll probably get about a dozen rounds out of each of those. And I'm like, Dude, that's a year.
1: That is a that's a fun. I'll
0: year. be able to wear, yeah, I'll be able to wear this glove all year.
1: Okay, so you, so you can cannot... listeners
0: of this podcast found out I did not play. Golf last year,
1: different different of this year,
0: different after, after the Cook Cup. So, um, and I gave golf gifts.
1: Before we move on, uh, can you can you play golf without a glove? I like. used to. Yeah. I always did. Yeah, so I mean that's kind of I'd prefer that's just another twenty bucks I have to spend every my grip my crib's not good enough I I go through gloves like a maniac.
0: Well, I. I used to play without a glove growing up. I never wore a glove when I played competitively in high school. Um, but it did. I also played with corded grips. Mm -hmm. I like a really sticky, like, you know, which makes it easier to play with without a glove when your grips start to wear and they've got some skid in them and, you know, they feel kind of greasy. You're probably going to want to put a glove on, uh, So that was part of it. But it also, I would advise people wear a Like if I was coaching, I would tell my juniors to put gloves on because I think it is it can in my swing in particular, the top of my swing, the club comes out of the butt of my left hand. And it is held only by my fingers. And by that, I mean like I know this is a podcast, so you can't see this. And there's my janky middle finger that doesn't bend anymore the way that it's supposed to because my tendonitis is so We're
1: going to have to subscribe to a YouTube channel to see this. (laughs) Subscribe to our YouTube.
0: It looks kind of like if you saw Aaron Rodgers hold his toe up to the camera, this is kind of what I'm doing to Hunter right now, only with my hand, not my foot. He literally
1: can't put his fingers straight up in the... He can't extend them fully.
0: And so I would grip it and then... It would, you could see that it was like up here in my pinky and just kind of like holding on. And they'd be like, Why are you not holding that tighter? You know, instructors or whatever. And I'd be like, Because I have a very, you know, anybody who's played, I have like a loosey goosey kind of a swing. You know, it's more, I'm more of like a field player than.
1: (laughs) It is very loose. I think that's a very good word to describe.
0: So, and it got too loose at the top. And had I had a glove, you know there probably would have been that would have been mitigated quite a bit. Um now you can hit the ball a long way like like that. You can create a lot of lag. It's kind of like a John Daly thing, you know, where the club is going way past parallel. But it also makes it a lot tougher on your timing and you know, your misses get bigger. So I have as I've gotten worse at golf over the years, I've reached more and more for the glove. And now I, I basically never never play golf without a glove on. But I still take the glove off everywhere around the green. I don't wear a glove for anything other than sometimes a bunker shot, if it's like a longer bunker shot or a bunker shot where I have to create like a lot of speed or something. But chips, pitches, even backing up like 60, 70 yards. Yeah. I don't I don't think that you need to wear a glove in that situation or that that's helping you at all it really should be used for full swings
1: yeah no I totally agree I think you I think <clears throat> I don't offend anybody but anybody that puts with a glove on I think you're just losing so much feel potentially potentially feel potential feel with having that glove on and I think that goes for around the greens as well
0: yeah, I mean, there's a reason that nobody on tour puts with their glove on. It's very, so very true. If you think it's helping you, you're probably gonna want to get some evidence of that and make sure that it is. Run some tests. Because, yeah, it might not actually be. Play a couple rounds with it, then without it. Count your putts. See how you do. And don't cheat. But I don't did. Cheat. Make sure. You do like it. I said, I gave golf gifts.
1: Yes. What'd you give?
0: I gave rounds of golf.
1: Oh yeah. Where to?
0: So in the case of Tad, I gave him a round at American dunes in Southwest Michigan, mm-hmm. Jack necklace design where the proceeds benefit uh, military veterans and their families, which I think is a really cool project. It's all through um,
1: I, folds of honor, isn't it? Is it that, that program specifically?
0: That sounds correct, yeah. Okay. Um, and in that area now, that has some some pretty good golf down down there. You know, Harbor Shores is right there where they play the uh, Senior PGA, another Nicholas course. So I think we might be able to squeeze in a couple of rounds over there. I'd love to get on Point of Woods, where I've never played. Uh, lost dunes which i mentioned earlier in the pod i have an in to get on there so hoping to put together a few rounds in that area maybe a a round and overnight and another round the next day or something like that it's not too far from chicago kind of meet halfway so i'd like to go see that and i like the idea of you know that gift supporting uh people who need you know gift counts twice so I always love it. Anytime you can do something like that, I think it's I think it's worth it. And my mom has never been to Whistling Straits. Oh. Which, so I got her around at Whistling Straits. And I'm hoping I can convince her to come down and see her granddaughter and hang out in Chicago a little bit and then we'll go up there and play around of golf one day. Uh maybe this spring or, or next spring I should say or next fall. So I think she will love it up there. I don't. I don't know if we'll play eighteen at Whistling or what. How exactly we'll handle that if she want if she'll want to go play Black Wolf Run also and write a card or, you know, I don't know. We'll work through all that. But I want her to be able to go up there and see that and, you know, be able to say yes, I've been there and and uh, get a feel for what that place is like. So I I had resolved to do that after, uh, that I got that same gift for Tad last year. And I thought it was quite successful. You came with us. That so was a great trip. Mm-hmm. And when I watched the Ryder cup and, you know, my mom's texting me about it and, you know, it looks so cool there and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, you, I'm just gonna, you have to go. So I'm going to take you. And my family's always wanted to go overseas and, and play golf together. And I just, in the absence of that taking place, I think it'd be fun to, you know, take my mom to some of these nicer public courses and in, in America, if I can convince her to be away from my dad for a couple of days at a time. So,
1: what, are the, um, what is the expiration uh, dates on things like that? Like those those rounds of golf, they give you like a year or two, or they just not one.
0: They really don't. Most of them will honor it for, you know, I don't know that they put a lot of restrictions on it. Um, I think maybe if there are maybe a year, but probably more likely a couple. Yeah. Um, and if it were running out, my guess is you could call over there and ask them to extend it, and they, you know they would probably honor that. The trick with whistling is getting on the go- you know getting on the golfers, getting the tee time, figuring out when you're going to play, booking with adv- as much advance notices as is required, and. As you know, it's like it's late May or early June where if you want to go play Winston Straits, you have to stay at night. And that makes it much more much more complicated. I mean, part of the reason I love going up there is that I can drive up there and come back and sleep in my own bed. And uh, I don't need to go up there and stay at the American Club. I've done that, and it's a nice place. But that just means if you want to make that kind of a trip, you're probably playing in, in our case, Hale. But some kind of adverse, potentially adverse weather conditions.
1: I will say, I've said it once; I'll say it again, a hundred times. All things considered, what we thought the weather was going to be like that day, it was not that bad. We saw a lot of sun, a lot of yeah, sun. no, no. <laughs> like it when goes, it started
0: hailing on the putting green,
1: <laughs> think things. definitely. No, I. Th- I thought it was worse when it was pouring down rain, in when we were having lunch. That nerved me a little bit.
0: It was a little wet on the driving range too. It was hard to get warmed up. Yeah, but yeah, as the round went along, it got much, much better. Unfortunately, we had Tad with us, and I I really think he's reached the point of his career in golf where if it's not over seventy degrees, he's going to (laughs) struggle.
1: I still think about him in that that uh, hunting the hunting neck up full on that covered his head too. The
0: pic- he looks like the pictures are hysterical. It looks like he has like five layers on it. Looks like oh, he does. He does have five layers. It looks layers. like he's lost like 45 pounds since we played there because he wore so many clothes. It's like, well, yeah, you're not going to really have hit it's ball strike it that well when you're wearing two coats. No. You know, you got to lighten up the load there. Do some jumping jacks or whatever. But
1: I do think those are some great great gifts, especially just for um, like anybody that's an avid golfer that it just – More times than not, I feel like you 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 end up getting stuff that's really not. I mean, it's not necessarily what you want or need for like your current setup. So, like around a golf, that Tad would have never like set up on his own to like for you to take care of it and get him to go down there is pretty darn good gift, I think.
0: Tad got, and I'm gonna butcher this, but maybe you'll know the name of it. Tad received another golf gift. Big surprise. Doesn't care (laughs) at all about golf. So. Uh, that is a, like an at home putting mat, but
1: something about it is
0: kind of special. It's called bird birdie something or something like that. Have you heard of these? Uh, And we were reading through it. It's a gift from Joey and you can like, I don't know. It's made with some kind of special surface. Where it's supposed to be more effective uh than other, you know, at home putting mats or whatever. That was a really an interesting gift, a cool gift. It was probably about like it's a decent size, like two and a half, maybe three even three feet wide, probably twelve feet long, something in that neighborhood. Cups on both sides. Um little bumpers for the ends and you can add break you can add grain uh and there's something in it the material it's made out of foam not turf um but something about just the chemistry of it and the way that it's made makes it a more reliable kind of at-home putting surface uh, so that was an, that was an interesting gift. That was a little more like techie type, you know, like, a that a more of a gamble.
1: I think I want this thing. So it's called a birdie ball, birdie ball, That's um, it. putting mat. And you can, you can pick different green speeds. So there's a slow nine to 10 stimp for, for public muni courses, medium 10 to 11 for private courses, and then a fast 11 to 13 for championship courses. And then, uh, you can add, like you said, contour shims for an extra 50 bucks. It's only, it's only 175. And then, so with the shims, you'd be at uh 225 and like, yeah, like you said, it's, um, I'm trying to see what it exactly. Cause you mentioned it's made out of foam.
0: Yeah. And there's multiple, I know that the one, the putting surface is different from the surface that meets the floor because they're very particular about how you pack it and how you roll it up. Don't touch this other stuff. Don't walk, don't walk on it when you have break in it. Cause it's like, it's very, the, the foam, like the chemistry of it is made to be very realistic.
1: Yeah. So, um, the birdie ball putting green stimulates the grain on a real putting green is engineered to be stem controlled, allowing to, to specify how fast or slow you want your putting green. So maybe you can actually do it. I can't imagine you can actually do it in house. You have to pick before I imagine.
0: I yeah, I think it's a pre-selection, but yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. So that was cool. So there were quite yeah. a few golf gifts flowing around our house and then my dad got a Travis Matthews hat. So
1: I, guess well, I don't, I mean, I can't imagine there there's ever been a Christmas where they're, where they're at the Garber house where there is not golf to the point where I think like, when did you start resorting to these, to these golf packages? I just started this last year. At some point, you had to be like, holy, I think I, I, my gifts have ran their – I mean, only can – I've seen Tad's closet. He has so many golf shirts.
0: Oh, yeah, you it can – shirts and re- stuff. Though I will say that's the other thing that I got, and I'm glad you mentioned shirts. Uh, and Ted got a vest, too, now that you mentioned it, it. was specific for golf and even has, like, a Georgia golf logo on it, I think. but Vests, vests um, are different
1: than shirts. Like, you're never going to have too many vests. He opened that and he's like,
0: You cannot wear that for the next week. Wait until <laughs> after the game.
1: <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. So either he is going to be next time he wears that thing, either he's going to be either way, he's going to be supporting the enemy pretty much. Depending, if, even the, if Michigan wins. not the enemy. It's, well, it's they just are. Like, doesn't sound like a true fan to me for the no, next, I for the next be, five no. days.
0: No, I'm up. That is my hey. I support that. I like that university. I, my I, brother.
1: Went I totally I forgot about that. Di- that dynamic between.
0: If I have a second favorite team in college athletics, it's them. So, like, I won't be heartbroken if if. uh, Who is? They Joe- beat us, and they go. I'll just. I'll definitely be cheering for them to win the national championship game. Then.
1: Any idea um, who Joey's is rooting for? I just I just kind of realized that dynamic.
0: Oh, I'm sure he'll be rooting for Michigan. He's not going to show up with like a jersey, like <laughs> stitched two jerseys stitched down the middle, like half and half. Like I think his, I think his true allegiance is still to the maize and blue. Uh, but yeah, he'll he'll be even less upset probably if Georgia wins. I mean, for him, what a game to go to.
1: Yeah, oh, is he going? He's
0: gotta know he's gonna know almost every player on. You know, he like he. And this is no two teams in college football that he knows more about. He's probably the guy to ask about what he thinks is going to happen in the game Yeah, because he's watched all their, all the games of both these two teams are, are pretty darn close to it. Yeah. Oh so yeah. I got trips to Southwest Michigan to play golf and back to whistling on the books for, or we'll have them on the, on the books for
1: 2022. So one of these um, days you're, we're going to go up to the UP I keep saying it, but we're going to go to the I want to do that.
0: There are some courses that we need to play. I've not played Black Lake. I've not been to the UP. I
1: think there's there's, three or four that would be worth mentioning.
0: I want to play that golf course in,
1: is it Beulah? Yeah, um, you know yeah. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, not a not Amer- American Dunes, American.
0: No, no. it's no.
1: something similar. Heritage Dunes. It's
0: not Dunesy. This one is the one that I think no laying up, or uh, yeah, they did the fried egg. One of the two. I think it was the fried egg. So mentioned it on there.
1: Champion Hill.
0: That's it. I want to play Champion Hill. So yeah, I'm coming for you too, Michigan. Northern Michigan. I need I need to play uh some of those courses up there this summer too.
1: This is a little earlier than this when typically I think that Peter usually starts talking about how much golf he's gonna play in February. So this is earlier than usual. So I'm I'm expecting will never come. I'm It'll expecting never come big early. things
0: out of him this guy season. can dream. Yeah. Guy can dream hunter.
1: Yep, we okay. can. Well okay. Not, not not long until Burry's on the golf golf cart with you
0: you mentioned speaking of next year and all that kind of stuff. And you mentioned walking and you always try to tell yourself, you're going to walk more than you end up actually walking. Do you have new year's golf resolutions? Any goals you've set for yourself in 2022 or things you're going to try to do better either on or off the golf course pertaining to golf in 2022. And I, one of them should be that you are going to win more of your bets. By the way, uh,
1: excuse me, I am on a heater right now. I actually have one. You get me these. You get me these hitting giggles. I start making good plays. I Like these limited. So, deals. did you
0: get any money down on the dailies?
1: No, I am still. I am still. I think. I am. I think Michigan. Not to get off topic here, I think Michigan plus seven and a half is going to unretire me. That that is screaming. I need to take. You're
0: that. in on that number. Love that number.
1: I love two thirty-five. I, I don't. I don't. hate plus two thirty-five either. Oh boy. Yeah. i get you. In.
0: You are on the side of Michigan. Something is you and Jim Harbaugh has your brain just tied into a pretzel.
1: Yeah. No. I. I well, the it only. the just only a few thing
0: weeks ago, you said that he had retired you from gambling for good. Now you're on a heater and you're back. And now you're in on his team.
1: The only thing that's saving. The only thing that's making me very pro Michigan is the fact that he is coaching against Kirby Smart, who who like those two, like the Spider Man meme looking at each other, like who is totally just the players on the field. Coaching is almost borderline irrelevant with those two, so I really do think Michigan can. It'll be a close game, and I think they can easily keep it within seven and a half.
0: I think it's gonna be this is gonna be like one of the it could I don't know, we'll see it. They may it may be really well played and they may surprise me. But I will them. not be surprised if this is one of the more sluggish college football playoff semifinals that we have seen because these teams are just not great passing teams but they just do not have great passing games and they both want to run it and they both stop the run so it's like is this game going to what's the total you mentioned plus, seven and, you
1: plus mentioned seven and a half
0: plus 235 where have they set the total because is it even is it in the 30s <laughs>
1: I'd like to think so, but I, I, I will uh, I will wait to confirm that. I'm mean, gonna guess probably 42 ish, maybe 45. And you would think
0: you've got to be an absolute crazy person to be on the side of the under of a total that low. But I just don't know how well either one of these teams are going to be able to score against each other.
1: 44 and a half. You just you don't know, you never <laughs> you don't get rich betting unders. You don't have fun betting unders. I'm not going
0: to. Well, if it's up. nine to three at half, you, you'll be feeling pretty good about your under because I think that that's a real possibility.
1: Yeah. No, I don't mind. Totally Michigan
0: has a phenomenal field goal kicker, Jake Moody, one of the best in the country.
1: That's good to know. I did not. Uh...
0: That might be a good prop.
1: Like I keep Jake thinking... Moody,
0: three or more field goals or something like that. You probably get like plus 400, plus 500 on something like that. I don't know if they're handing out kicker props in the college football playoff semifinal, but you heard it here first, people. All right, back to the golf New Year's resolutions. Um, We're on a heater, but any, to anything, are you going to walk more in 2022?
1: No, I don't think so. No, I can't imagine I will. Um, well, but we are, we are getting close to, you mentioned it, like none of the guys our age walking. The guys I play with seem like they could, like they would be, like one good convincing argument away from from being walkers without without much hesitation, so maybe it just kind of depends on the biggest thing is just who you play with and and when I play and it's all just it always seems like things stack against me and that's usually just probably me telling myself that I'd rather ride, but um,
0: the, the the argument to walk is that you're gonna play better,
1: yeah. But I
0: want to score better. Try walking; it works.
1: It definitely does, no doubt about it but it's just more of a timing thing is what always, always comes down to. Um, I, I think I would like to do, I think, I think there is so much possibility to do a, it's just tough with scheduling and having a, who will be five at this point, five-year-old that like, I want to do like the drive, like take, take Friday off of work, Drive three hours, four hours somewhere, play somewhere Friday afternoon, sleep, play thirty six on Saturday, wake, and either go home. So like then you I only have one night off. I would just like to do more golf related trips. I feel like I just yeah. I end up playing a lot of. You just play. I play at Bayview a ton, which I, if you have a membership, you might as well use that sort of thing. But it would be nice just to see other places. But it always just goes back to if you're. Paying to be a member somewhere, you, know, you always kind of want to just play there. But
0: well, let's check a couple off the list. I can help you with that resolution. I may not go play thirty six holes with you on a Saturday, but i'll 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 find a way to get over to Champion Hill on a a late afternoon on a weekday, and I'll play with you then. We could do that. So I think that'd be fun,
1: Champion Hill. And I'm gonna. Re- the do, no we have to go in and the, the the loop. I need to play the loop bad. I just want to see it.
0: I, my New Year's resolution for golf. I want to play the second course at Arcadia.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I that wouldn't be I've never I've heard to, the best things about it though. Have you?
0: I was talking to a buddy of mine about that over the weekend. He said it's cement.
1: Yeah, I've heard like really mixed things.
0: Yeah. He says it, it the ball literally rolls forever like his ball he's chipping back onto the green from over the green all day because he couldn't club club himself properly
1: is it i mean i know that's that is the the intent of the golf course or is it just not mature enough
0: yet i don't know i don't know it's a good question i really don't know very much about it i should know more but i do want to get there and yeah i gotta get to the loop even though i i don't i've i don't know if i've ever heard anybody say anything nice about the loop Oh, really? Yeah. And I love Forest Dunes. That's one of my favorite courses. So I'd be disappointed if the loop was that bad. It's, it is not, it doesn't look like anything. That's for sure.
1: No, it doesn't. No, not at all. It looks, uh, it's not very visually appealing, but.
0: So I've resolved in 2022 to never hit another bad shot.
1: Okay. Well, good luck
0: with that. I'm never going to, sh- I'm never going to shoot. Anything over eighty. Never gonna miss a putt inside of three feet. How's that?
1: Uh that's gonna be tough, I think. Um I I think you just in, I, I don't know, whatever I think whatever my you think the best
0: shot for all those things to come true is to hang it up right now.
1: Yeah. Or or just play nine holes
0: stick to gambling and podcast. <laughs> I don't know, That's still a risk.
1: It's a possibility. Um I do think the I want that I want that freaking putting mat cuz I my putting was really atrocious this past something I always like really kind of lean my lean your hat on? Is that the saying? What's the saying?
0: Hang your, your hang, hang your hat.
1: Yeah. I've always kind of hung my hat on my putting and it's just been so atrocious the last year or two so that is something that I would love to
0: yeah yeah that's good be so your new year's resolution is to putt better
1: yeah yeah
0: well that's good because I've always I always had in my mind I don't know how you got there to that esteem but for some reason I had you as a good putter in my mind and then we started playing more golf together and I'm like what's happening here
1: Uh there was a time where I really it was it was I was so young and dumb that I would just run at everything and it worked out a lot of times or I would just everything would be hit hard and at the back of the cup, and I would I'd leave myself with a lot of like six or seven footers coming back, but I would end up making those.
0: You need to. You may need to recapture some of that youthful exuberance that yeah. led you to taking some slightly more aggressive lines.
1: Have you ever, um, what's it called? It's it's Scorenomics, I believe. It's a uh, score. It's a sports economics book. And I couldn't no. have that name wrong. It's one of those it's like part of that series. Um anyways, there the freakonomics was Freakonomics series. Yeah, I I know the Freakonomics series. I don't believe it was it was freakonomics though. But anyways, it was about the putting how much more likely you are to uh, a PJ tourist to make a birdie putt than they or how much more likely they are to make a par putt than they are a birdie putt, because of their fine psychology settling their fine settling for a par. I, I never used to think like that. I was very much like go go go, we'll, we're fine with three putts because we'll make birdies to on the other, the next hole sort of thing. That maybe that's my, that is my New Year's resolution: more three putts. Because more three putts mean that I'm being more aggressive. So brilliant, you, yeah. Brilliant. Was, I'm, I'm being Between serious. Between the two
0: of us, I think we've got this golf <laughs> thing all figured out.
1: I'm being serious. I used to have a lot more three putts, and I was a lot better player. I don't know what, like, just. Go at it. Got to to make- I
0: would like to one day one thing. I, this may never happen, but I did start thinking about it like, towards the end of last year because I saw something on Twitter that was like, "What's the one thing you haven't accomplished in golf that you still want to accomplish?" And like, I've shot, I've shot a score in the mid sixties. I've had two hole in ones. I've never had a two on a par five, but. The one thing that I would love to do is to hit 18 greens in regulation. And I still think that it's even for a person of my skill, which is probably like a, my handicap pinballs around between one and a half and three and a half. Uh, I still think I can do it. I watched it. I played it in a group in high school in a practice round uh, at Ferris State where Brian Jakeway, uh, who I think is still the assistant pro at Birchwood uh, uh, Golf and Country Club, or he may have left.
1: I think he left a couple of years years ago. A couple years ago? Last year. But he was a
0: great great player. Yeah. Great player. player. Great iron player. Phenomenal iron player. I watched him hit 18 grains, and we celebrated – When he hit the 18th green, that was that was way we felt that that was much cooler than hitting a hole in one or even you know maybe a course record would have been cooler. I think he shot like 67 or something, but it was just awesome that he literally hit every single green in regulation. It was just a phenomenal display of ball striking, and I thought that is something that I would love to do one day.
1: Do you know when he realized that he he was like he had hit x amount of greens in a row?
0: Oh, I think he knew almost the whole back nine. Did he? It is. There's something like magical was happening. It was kind of like a no hitter in the dugout. You know, we're all looking around like this dude hasn't missed a shot. Yeah, we're on the fifteenth hole. Like he's gonna hit every green. It was it was phenomenal. He didn't he didn't even like he didn't even miss any. As I recall, coming down the stretch. Like 18, he just striped it down the middle and hit it right into the middle of the green. Like it was the easiest thing he'd ever done.
1: Is is hitting all, because I th- I think I have, is hitting all 18 greens harder than having a bogey-free round? I know that sounds like, because I think, I honestly think it's a bogey-free round. Because I don't think, I think I've hit 18 greens before, but I don't think I've ever had a bogey-free round. Because my- You
0: think you hit 18 greens before and you don't know? Then you
1: haven't. That's, I guess that's a really good point, but I, but I guess I feel you like I've hit, hit 17, like 17, yeah,
0: 16,
1: that's yeah. So that's probably, that's probably like a, a, a very large amount of greens. I honestly think it's, I think it is the, because then you have to think about the three putting and you like, and then, cause it, it with the, the greens, it's only two shots you have to worry about with the. You know what I mean, and then with with no bogey for round, you're thinking about the drive, the approach shot, as well as the two putts. So is there?
0: I I, I don't know which is more special. I think they're kind of like,
1: yeah. Uh, so you see it on
0: a one, a you know like a one, a two, you know like they're they're both really really special. I just for I think my skill set, I'm more likely to play a bogey free round than I am to hit 18 greens, like 18 greens for me as a player would be more special because I'm a short game
1: specialist,
0: yeah. That that's what I do. Well, I chip, I pitch, like I can get it up and down if I'm up by the green when I'm not putting terribly, which happens now and again. But for me to like hit 18 greens mean that means that I was like,
1: you're in control. Of your golf ball
0: dialed in on the full swing, and I was like having a special ball striking round, where if I three putted one or two of those, I wouldn't be heartbroken because I'd be like, I just did something that was really cool that I may never do again.
1: And I'm really, I'm really good at psyching myself out too. So I've I've gotten to like whole 16 or 17, bogey free, and I don't lie, I, mean, I, I get to 18 bogey free, and I make a bogey, like very, <laughs> like very like just spot on. You're a mental midget. Um, I'm a, I'm a I'm a mental average person. I'm definitely not tall mentally, but I'm I'm probably five nine. <laughs> I'm not,
0: I'm yeah, sorry, I didn't mean that. In that, that's probably that's more offensive now that I've said <laughs> it. Than I realized before I said it. No, I I don't like I don't like that I said that. I take it back. All right, what else do we have to discuss? Because we still have not. We've only got about, you know, maybe fifteen minutes left here at the most, and we still have not talked about Tiger and Charlie.
1: Yeah, I, I was, I mean. or the
0: dailies for that matter. They did win the golf tournament. We should, we should say that, and we did say that they were going to win the golf tournament. I mm-hmm. didn't bet on that. I don't know if you could. I hope somebody did, <laughs> but we were right about that, and. Uh, Tiger and Charlie obviously put on a show.
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I, I kept saying the I feel like there might be a lot of statistically speaking there there may be better players Charlie's age in Florida, but it sure seems like when if there are that many people around like with the cameras on, I can't think of many 12-year-olds that could hit the shots that he was hitting. So like, I I really I truly believe that it's just more of a quantities thing like the ranking system is all is so much more, it helps people that just, or kids that just play a ton of golf tournaments. And and there may be some flaws there, but like that shot he hit on 17, where he, he started the ball over the water, darn near over the water, and hit a cut off of the water to a to a front left pin. I go, what the heck is he doing? But like shots that like that, you shot. go like, holy, holy moly. Like, so. Well, was,
0: he's 12. He's just taking dead aim on every shot. Yeah, exactly. We all did that when we were 12. We didn't execute it necessarily. But yeah, if his physical, like if he keeps, if he decides that he wants to play golf, he loves golf and he keeps going down the path that he's on. There's no question that if he can get himself into big tournaments, you know, he will not be uncomfortable in that environment. That's one thing for sure we know about Charlie is that he has that part he has that thing in him that his dad has where he plays better when there's more people watching him when the lights are brighter when the pressure is at its highest like just he has that gift to embrace those kind of moments and really like have fun and not have any fear and uh, it was awesome to watch that because I think at one point they had birdied ten holes in a row on the last day of the tournament together.
1: Yeah, and then made a bogey on eighteen.
0: Crazy. It was still phenomenal. It was. I mean, like it, it was awesome to watch. It was special for golf, and it just this folks at PNC, I'm sure, were just like basking in the in the uh, glory of having tiger and charlie show up to your event and put on that kind of a show in the last couple hours of your telecast i mean it was pretty cool
1: yeah and i guess another thing that i i guess i hadn't really thought about until now is i mean if you are if you are playing a two-man scramble and you're hitting first and you're the player behind you happens to be tiger woods you can pretty you can swing pretty freely more 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 times than not really kind of just let things rip so it is a it's just something to think about i mean obviously he's Like we said, the shots he hit were pretty remarkable. And I was, I was, it was tough. If there was one team, obviously you would like to see Tiger and Charlie. That would have been a very like storybook moment. But if there was a team that I was okay with them losing to, it was definitely the dailies because little, little John is is a good player. Very, very good player. Enjoy
0: the, the, enjoy the dailies. Enjoy the day. Enjoy people like that. John is sick. That was, I just like, I thought that was so special. I thought it was almost like we were watching a movie. I mean, you just feel like, wow, here's the greatest player in the world with his 12-year-old son making a Sunday charge against arguably the most gifted player of all time, just in terms of raw talent hands feel like just tiger has said that john daly had has more talent than tiger woods Mm -hmm. so that's how good john daly is at golf playing with his kid wearing the outfits having the santa beard like it was just an instant classic of a tournament for a hit and giggle to turn out like that was awesome and not to mention the quality of golf was really good they were all making birdies they were hitting great shots. Lil John played great. And Bertie and I sat there watching that, and she literally thought that she was watching Santa Claus play golf. <laughs> we had just figured out who Santa was. Oh. She's about to turn two. So I was like, we're really into Santa. We're reading all the Santa books. We're talking about Santa. How you have to be good for Santa to bring you gifts in your stocking, you know, on and on and on. And then i turn on the golf and she looks at me and just says, santa yeah. and and she would also say that's a little boy every time charlie hit and i would say yeah it's it's boys and she was just like well this is why don't they play tournaments like this every sunday like this is the greatest thing ever watching little boys and santa play golf so but yeah um what a, what a just couldn't have turned out, couldn't have turned out better. I know we're a couple of weeks removed from it, but it was special enough that we should still talk about it.
1: Yeah. And I, I truthfully believe if, if Tiger and Charlie, I think they make that event 10 times better, but I would have watched it. That dynamic is the, the father son, the father daughter, what, whatever. There's, there was a father in law involved. I mean, it was, there were so many different relationships. It is, it is such a cool dynamic to see. And like you said, the golf was awesome. Like they were hitting some really good shots.
0: Yeah, and they all seem to really have a good time. Like, it's 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 competitive, but in like a friendly way. And, um, yeah, I mean, we we make fun of them, but that <clears throat> was certainly the best version of that tournament that I've that I've seen. And I was happy for the dailies. I mean, I love the outfits.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They got to be the world's biggest Razorback fans. I mean. Have the Razorbacks fallen on hard times, and they are not. I know that John goes to school there and plays on the golf team and everything, but uh, they they don't rain or shine, they're going to be wearing Razorback pants. Oh at yeah. the PNC Championship. You
1: know what I mean? That is true. That is true. Very ride or die with uh, with the Razorbacks. The Dailies are. All right. What do you want to do with about the what?
0: Maybe five minutes that we have left or so?
1: Yeah, I think um, I would... Let's talk about... Give me kind of on the spot here. Do you have a, a a moment from the from the 2021 season that was either your, your favorite moment or your kind of moment that... I don't know, the, mo- the most electric moment of, of the 2021 season people need to remember? Because I have one in mind if you want to think about it for a second.
0: Sure, why don't you go ahead?
1: So I... I, I originally was thinking about Phil. I think like the, the P J championship was was very, very cool, um just, just give given his age and 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 whatnot. But I do I keep going back to and I just kinda remember about it this morning when I was was prepping for this, um the the six hole playoff the BMW championship between um between Bryson and Patrick Cantley I watched the the highlights again this morning. I, I forgot how 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 absolutely fascinating that playoff was from from start to finish. How many chances Bryson had, even to get to the playoff. Patrick had to make an eighteen twenty footer um, from the middle of the green. He made that go to the first playoff hole. Patrick pulls his ball dead left, almost into that bunker, and and lips out his approach shot. It. it goes on and Bryson continues to have these chances and chances. And then I, the moment that I, I really look back on was that, uh, that tee shot that Patrick hit on the fifth playoff hole, that par three after Bryson had already stuck it to borderline uh-huh. tap. And it was like four feet and, and Patrick put it inside of him. I think that really was kind of a coming out party for Patrick. Um, it, he was, um, absolutely nails throughout the entire playoff. So, um, and it was always, it was kind of nice to watch Bryson struggle a little bit. So that is my, that is my moment of 2021 that I, I thought was the, worth mentioning.
0: Yeah. I mean, the mo the moment that like Phil definitely, I think that was really special that stands out that I loved the, early fist bumps in the 18th fairway after he hit the second shot and sort of secured the victory and just kind of, you know, just everything that is Phil, the showman that he is, um, a really sort of a, a storybook kind of moment there at Kiowa um, tiger's car crash certainly stands out as being a memory, not specific to the golf course, but to the golfing world that will be, Etched in my memory for a long, long time, seeing that vehicle, wondering about what kind of future he was going to be able to have, wondering about the nature of the circumstances that would lead to such a horrific crash. Um, so, you know, just all things being equal, that's pro- that was probably the biggest, the, the most significant single event as it pertains to the golfing world that occurred in 2021, but on the positive side, for me, it's the Ryder cup. I love the Ryder cup to a fi- after a delay to finally get that Ryder cup at whistling straits here in the Midwest to be blessed by good weather, which we knew was going to be important for the Americans to be able to prevail on that golf course. We knew that golf course set up great for the American side. We just did not want bad weather. We got the great weather. The golf course looked phenomenal on TV, and the team just had a great time, played well, did it the right way, and seemed to give themselves an opportunity to have a bit of a restart as it pertains to how the United States has performed in Ryder Cups in recent memory. So that stands out to me. Because of where it was, because of how well we played, and just seeing Bryson drive the green on the fly on number one in the singles (laughs) still kind of stands out to me in addition to the drive that he hit earlier in the week on... Five. That... Part five. Went... Almost 500 yards. I don't even know how far it went, but if you remember, we didn't pick it up. Meaning the American broadcast team, NBC, didn't pick it up. So you had to go on Twitter and see the Sky Sports call of it from over in Europe.
1: No, you tried and to see camera, that, but they wouldn't let you because you were in the right country. You had to, like, you, had to find, like, you had to find like you had to find like the black market Sky Sports yeah. Twitter page that allowed it.
0: Somebody who just filmed it on their TV. Yeah, and that's you know, exactly like, yeah. what you had to do. Yeah. And they get the camera darting around the fairway, trying to find Bryson's ball and the guy in the broadcast booth saying, Oh my, that can't be as his ball is still sort of bounding down the fairway on a line that if you've ever played there, you would never even consider as being a realistic place to, to line up on that, on that tee box. So yeah, the Ryder Cup to me will be, uh, you know, is this is the story along with the Tiger Crash of, of 21, and I'm excited for what the future holds for American golf and, and Ryder Cup competition.
1: It's exciting. I'm disappointed we have to wait till 2023 for another Ryder Cup. I wish they would have just kept everything the same.
0: Like I said, they should have. They should have.
1: I think there was a reason. I thought I, I thought I actually put it together a pretty good reason as to why they did. No, I can't remember what it was. Well, well it's been
0: a great year doing this podcast.
1: Yeah, we're
0: yeah. still kicking. Thanks that. to everybody who tunes in and listens to us, and uh, yeah, we'll meet. We'll be sure to bring you some, some more winners in in twenty twenty two on the gambling side, and certainly some, uh, you know, just some fun and some and some lighthearted golf talk along the way. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks, Hunter. See ya. Talk to you next week.